Hey, hey, what's going on, everyone? Good morning. Hope you're doing fantastic. Your friend Dean Kulawiri here. I uh, hope everyone's having a great week so far. Uh, so every Wednesday, 11 a.m. Eastern time zone, I'm right here to help you folks out with job search, tips, advice, and strategies. So on today's segment, what I'm going to be speaking about is the topic of, you know, how do you how do you really think long term and how do you really, really stay on the radar of the recruiters you, you want to connect with, you want to reach out to, you want to build a relationship with. So I'm going to be sharing some tips and advice in, in regards to that. Uh, let me just quickly check and make sure that all is good at my end on the live stream side and I, that I am indeed uh, broadcasting. Yeah, it looks like I'm live. Okay, awesome. So don't feel shy, folks. Feel free to introduce yourself in the comments. Let me know who you are, where you're tuning in from, what city you're from. And uh, let me know what you, what your experiences have been. Like, share. Feel free to share some of your ideas and strategies. Like, what's worked for you in, in terms of connecting with recruiters, building that relationship, making sure that they keep you on top of mind. This is a common challenge I hear from so many people, right? Uh, Dean, how do I how do I get re recruiters to remember me? How do I stay on top of their minds? How do I how do I stay on their radar? So I'm going to be sharing with you a few ideas that might be a little bit outside of the box. I'm not going to share the typical stuff you might be hearing on, on you know, LinkedIn and all these various platforms, but uh, I'm going to be sharing with you some tips that will help you stand out if you're able to, uh, you know, implement them and make use of them. All right. So, uh, again, keep the comments coming, folks. A quick shout out to everyone tuning in live on uh, YouTube, LinkedIn and Twitter. Appreciate everyone that uh, that tunes in live every week. And uh, if you want to follow me on all my social channels, uh, feel free to check out my Linktree page. That's where all my social links are. Uh, so it's at linktr.ee forward slash DK Tech Recruiter. That's linktr.ee forward slash DK Tech Recruiter. So all my social links are over there. I'm also posting on, uh, you know, aside from YouTube, LinkedIn, and Twitter, also Facebook, uh, Instagram, TikTok. I uh, also have my LinkedIn newsletter, which I release every week on Mondays. So uh, if you haven't checked it out, checked it out already, I released this week's uh, newsletter on Monday. And I usually talk about a recruitment topic as well as a job search related topic as well, right? So maybe you're part of a company, you're part of the recruitment strategy or the recruitment operations. Uh, you need uh, ideas on recruitment, maybe some of the challenges you might be facing in recruitment. So I post something related to recruitment in my newsletter. And then I also post something for you job seekers out there related to job, se job seeking, job searching, uh, interview tips, resume tips, a whole bunch of stuff. So make sure you check out my newsletter. Again, it's uh, it's also, I mean, you can go to the my Linktree page, but it's also on my LinkedIn profile. If you, maybe after the stream, go to my LinkedIn profile, scroll down to the featured section, just scroll through some of the featured items and you'll come across uh, my featured article for this week. And uh, make sure you hit subscribe so you get notified the next time I put out another uh, segment. And if you're an IT professional tuning in, if you're an IT professional, maybe you're an organization um, that's looking to hire tech talent across Canada, uh, make sure you reach out to me for more information on how I can help you. Now, for those of you who are IT professionals, typically I recruit at the intermediate level and up. So typically intermediate. So, you know, if you have like three plus three, four plus years of professional experience in IT um, and up, that's typically the sweet spot where I recruit. Like I don't work on or I don't recruit on too many entry level or junior level positions, although I do get those once in a while. So, you know, if you are junior level or entry level, I still want to, you know, keep in touch with you and, 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 uh, see if there's any way I can assist you. If not now, maybe when you're at an intermediate level, right? So again, if you're an IT professional, uh, you're an organization looking for tech talent, definitely reach out to me for more, for, for more information on how I can assist you. Message me on LinkedIn. 
or send me an email at the address uh, listed right here, which is uh, dean at techrecruiters360.com. Again, that's dean at techrecruiters360.com, right? So uh, with that being said, make sure you hit like, make sure you share this segment with any, anyone in your network who might be, uh, you know, interested in today's topic. And uh, let's get right into it, folks. Let's get right into it. Oh, also, also, sorry, one more, one more thing, one more thing before I get into it. I just wanted to quickly announce that I will be starting a new podcast, which I'll be posting primarily on YouTube, and it's called the 360. And uh, what I'm gonna, what I'm gonna be doing in my, in this new podcast, the 360 is I'm gonna be inviting guests. All right, so I'm still gonna be doing these weekly live streams on Wednesdays, 11 a.m. It's still gonna be me. It's still gonna be me talking about job search and recruitment topics. And helping you folks out with my perspective but i'm adding in a new podcast show on on uh, youtube which is again it's called i'm calling it the 360 and i'm going to be inviting guests from you know recruitment from tech from from human resources hr from business entrepreneurship you know just just basically why i call it the 360 because it's going to be a full 360 on different types of guests topics um, you know, trends and, and things going on in various industries. And, and it's going to have a whole bunch of so many interesting people that I, I want to invite onto the show as, as guests and talk about their views, their perspectives, what they see happening out there. So I'm really excited about it. I'm, I'm going to be interviewing my first guest this Friday. It's going to be a pre-recorded segment. All right. So it's not going to be live, but I'm going to be pre-recording it. And then I'll, I'll share the links and more details with you folks uh, over the coming weeks. All right. But I'm very excited about that. So stay tuned for more information about that. Uh, we got some comments here. We got Rochak, Rochak in the house who says, good morning, good morning, Rochak. Good to have you here. Uh, Amadu says, hi, Dean and all. Good to, good to have you here, Amadu. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, and uh, Amadu says, I'm Amadu Kamara from Freetown, Sierra Leone. Wow, all the way from Sierra Leone. Good to have you here, my friend. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, and we got Rochak says, hey, everyone, I'm an AP, AI. Uh, oh, awesome. You're, you're an artificial intelligence programmer in Toronto, Canada. It's a nice and sunny morning here in Toronto. Absolutely, Rochak. It is nice and sunny. I'm enjoying it while it lasts. Uh, but it's been pretty much a beautiful summer so far. I mean, here in Toronto. So uh, definitely good to have you here uh, before, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, before getting into the, what is this? Kashalya says, could you open a questionnaire before this sessions? Yeah, not sure what you mean, Kashalya. Maybe, maybe uh, uh, you know, clarify what you mean by that. I'm not sure what you mean by that. So in any case, folks, let's go into today's topic. Today's topic, which is thinking outside of the box on how, how you can get recruiters to keep you on top of their minds, all right? So I'm going to be sharing some ideas on this. If you have any questions, you want to share your, your own experiences about this, feel free to start sharing it in the comments. If you have any questions in regards to this, as, as I'm talking about today's topic, start putting them in the comments. I'll get to the questions, to your questions, and I'll personally respond to your questions as we get into uh, you know the Q&A part, which is at the end, all right? So thinking outside of the box, how do you stay on a recruiter's radar? Because look, recruiters talk to so many people uh, over the course of, of, of a day, folks, let alone, let alone in, a, in a week. And it's possible like for a recruiter to speak, speak to you on a Monday and, and forget even who you are or the conversation by the time it comes to Friday, because they might be speaking to so many people during the course of the week. So how do you stay in contact? How do you stay in communication? How do you make sure that they think of you when, when a specific role comes up um and that they don't forget you right because a lot of you are sending messages and frankly and you know don't get offended by me saying this but frankly a lot of you are sending messages that are not standing out right and i'll give you a few examples of some messages i'm not going to share my screen but i'm just going to give you a few examples of the, of the typical messages i get from you folks that are messaging me on linkedin here's one hi dean i'm looking for a job in it field please contact me at blah 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 at gmail.com 
Okay, that, that's, a, that's a typical message I get. Uh, here's another one. Hi, Dean. I'm new to Canada and want to start a, a job in, in IT as a QA. Uh, can you please help? Okay, so that's another one. That, another typical message I get. Here's another one. Uh, attaching my resume, thanks. That's it. No, no, other, no other information or detail or nothing like that. Uh, let's see. What's another example? Hey, Dean, this is uh, so-and-so here. I uh, have seven years of experience in IT. Looking for a job. Please help. Okay, that's another example. Uh, what's another one? Another example of the tip. These are, by the way, folks, this is not just me. Every recruiter out there is getting typical. These are the typical messages we get. Okay, and not to offend you folks, but these are these do not stand out. They're not effective. Here's another one. Hi, uh, hi, Mr. Kulawira. Uh, hope you're doing well. Um, looking for, uh, well, I have I have three years of experience in, in uh, web development using uh, blah, blah, blah technologies. Uh, hoping you can help me find a proper job opportunity. I mean, you starting to see a pattern, folks. I mean, all of these messages sound the same, right? And this is not your fault, by the way. I'm just giving you folks example examples of the typical, usual messages. And recruiters get tons of these messages every day. I'll share with you another. I'll share with you one more, and then I'll get into talking about uh, how you can really stand out. Hi, Dean. Hope you're doing well. I'm happy to connect with you. I'm actively looking for new opportunities in software development. It would be great. And thankful if you have any requirements, please let me know. So you see this, you see the pattern, folks, right? I'm not, I'm not making fun of you, folks. I'm not making fun of these messages. I'm just telling you, it's a very serious situation. Like these are the typical messages myself and most other recruiters get. Like if your message sound anything like that, and again, I'm not trying to offend anyone out there, but if your message sounded anything like the ones that I read to you right now, you are not standing out, folks. Okay, I'm sorry to say, but you're not standing out. You're not grabbing anyone's attention. Because your message sounds like each and every other message out there that, that us recruiters get. Okay. So what are some things? What are some things that you can do to stand out? So the first thing is, first suggestion is you got to think long-term, folks. You got to think long-term. You got to think outside of the box to stay on a recruiter's mind. Okay. You got to think long-term and you got to think in the, in, the, in the sense of how can I be a consistent presence, right? You, you got to think about how you can be a consistent presence. Because look, I gave you some examples of the typical messages I get. This is what you're up against, folks. This is what you're competing against. You're competing for attention. Uh, it's not about even sending out some fancy, um, you know, message or having a fancy LinkedIn profile. Yeah, of course, it's good to have a, a strong LinkedIn profile. But how do you stand out amongst all these generic messages that we get every single day as recruiters? Because from from those examples I read to you, folks, you can see nothing stand out. Nothing stands out. Nothing gets your like. If you are a hiring manager, if you are a recruiter. Would any of those messages really stand out? Let me know honestly, folks. Let me know in the comments. Be honest. Assume you get like, like 10 of those messages every single day. And each of those, for the most part, like 90, 99% of them sound exactly like the ones I just read to you folks right now. Would they even stand out? Give me your honest feedback. I mean, tell me honestly, do, do any of those stand out, right? It doesn't, right? Now, maybe you're not a, maybe you're not a communications major. Maybe you don't know how to, how to create a, a, a fantastic, amazing, eye-catching message, which is fine. What you, what you want to do is you want to be strategic in your approach in building relationships with recruiters simply because we get so many of these messages. And, and, uh, and also, we do get some good, good messages every now and then as well. But what I want to tell you, folks, as my first tip is you got to think long term. And, and, and the most important part of thinking long term is the best time to start connecting with recruiters is actually when you're not looking for work. OK, I've said this in the past. If you've been following me for a while, you've heard me say this many times in the past. The best time to start building a relationship, if you want to start building a relationship, you want to even think about starting to build a relationship with recruiters, you got to start 
even when you're not actively recruiting on, uh, sorry, not, not recruiting, but uh, even when you're not actively looking for new job opportunities, that is the best time to, to start getting on the radar of recruiters. Because if you want to get on the mind of the recruiter, if you want to get on the mind of, uh, get on a recruiter's radar, this is something that needs to take place over a period of time, folks. It's not going to happen uh, because many of you, what you're doing is you're, you're, you're suddenly on the market for work. You're looking for job opportunities. You're like, okay, I need help finding work. Now I'm going to start connecting with recruiters. And yeah, you definitely want to start connecting with connecting with recruiters when you're on the market for work, but it's not the most effective time for you to start building those relationships and 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 uh, establishing establishing yourself as someone that recruiters think about, right? Because you want to be in a position where you're like, uh, you know, you're looking for work. Uh, the recruiters recruiting on a position related related to your field, and you're like the first person that they think about. That is the ideal position you want to be in. If they're looking for a business analyst, they're looking for a project manager, they're looking for a software developer. You want to be one of the first people that that comes to their mind. That is that is that is a strong position to be in. So the first tip is you got to start thinking long term. The best time to start building these relationships with recruiters is well in advance of when you're on the market for works, folks. That is the point I'm trying to make here. Start thinking about this this as a long term strategy. Okay. Now, tip number two that I wanted to share with you folks is you got to stay in communication, right? And, and staying in communication means don't, again, this connects to the tip number one. Don't just reach out when you're, when you're actively looking for work. You got to stay in communication even when you're not actively looking for work. Let's say you find a job. The mistake you a lot of you folks makes, makes is you find a job. Let's say you're on the market. You're looking for a job. You reach out to your recruiters. You're like, hey, Dean, I'm looking for work. Uh, do you have anything for me? Maybe you do some interviews. Maybe you get on some calls with some recruiters. Uh, you get some interviews with some companies, you get an offer letter, you accept, you're off the market. Okay, done. The, the mistake you folks make is you, you stop connecting with and nurturing your relationships relationships with the recruiters in your network at that point. And what happens is, you, you know, obviously you start working, you start doing your projects. And of course, you, you don't need to be in, in frequent contact, of course, with your recruiter contacts at that point. But the, the mistake you folks make is you completely drop the ball. Right? You completely drop the ball on your, on your um, connections with your recruiter contacts, and you assume the recruiter is going to remember you. But folks, like I said, let's assume a recruiter speaks with at least a minimum of 10 candidates every day, okay? 10 uh, minimum conversations every day. At the end of the week, that's 50 conversations, okay? If we get into a month, I mean, that's like, what, uh, 200 conversations in a month, okay? And, and 10 conversations a day, that is like the minimum. That is the bare minimum. Like if you expect a recruiter to remember you after like a year, two years, you know, since you've spoken to them, I mean, you're living in dreamland. You're living in, in some dreamland, folks. Like I'm, I'm giving you the reality, the reality of the situation here. So tip number two is in order to stay, stay in communication, one of the best ways that I, that I suggest for you to stay on top of mind of your recruiter contacts who are in your network is periodically, and you know, set this in your calendar periodically, maybe once a quarter. Maybe once every six months. I mean, I'm not being unreasonable here. Once a quarter, once every six months. Just reach out to your recruiter contacts and just let them know how you, what you're doing, what you're up to, what kind of projects you're working on, uh, what you, where you're at in your career. Did you recently get a promotion? Did you recently start working on a new types of projects? Did you, did you recently start learning new types of technologies? Or um, did, you, did, you, did you recently con, con, um, uh, complete some kind of a certification? I mean, these are all excuses to stay in communication, folks. And it only takes like a few minutes, like literally it takes a few minutes to just let your recruiter contacts know. Uh, while Even though you're currently employed, even though you're not, not currently looking for work, real simple, folks, right? A simple message could be, 
Hey, Dean, I'm not, I uh, hope you're doing great. Not actively looking for work right now. Uh, you know, really appreciate you getting in touch with me when I was looking for work. Uh, just keeping you, just keeping you updated on my, on my progress in my career right now. Uh, right now working on, on some very interesting projects in the retail space. Uh, I'm working with XYZ Technologies. Uh, hey, hope you're doing great. Let me know if you're recruiting on any positions. Maybe I might know someone that I can refer to you. Uh, stay in touch. Boom. That's it. Regards, you know, so-and-so, whatever your name is. How difficult is that folks, right? Simple, simple, um, uh, you know, keep in touch type of communication. You get in touch with the recruiter. They remember who you are. They're like, oh yeah, I, rem I remember so-and-so, you know, we were in touch a couple of months back when they were on the market for work. So that, that's an example of how you can potentially stay in touch. I mean, this is one of the best ways to stay in touch. It's one of the best excuses to get in touch and even, hey, maybe even get on a phone call with the recruiter. Maybe get on a phone call with them. Uh, uh, maybe exchange some emails back and forth. Send them a message on LinkedIn. Again, this does not have to be something like very frequent, folks. Once a quarter, once every six months. Uh, this is an excuse for you to get in touch so you're able to stay on their radar. And guess what? Maybe you're not looking for work right now, but what if the recruiter suddenly you reach out to them and they're like, oh, yeah, I totally forgot, forgot about this person. Totally forgot about this person. And I'm, I'm recruiting on a, on, a, on a current opportunity that might be ideal for them. Then the recruiter might respond and be like, hey, I'm uh, so glad you got in touch. Thanks so much for the update. Sounds like some interesting stuff you're working on. Hey, I'm actually, uh, I know you said you're not looking for work, but I'm actually recruiting on such and such position. Uh, do you want to talk about it, right? Maybe you might say, hey, no, Dean, I'm not looking for anything new right now. But, but uh, you know, hey, let's definitely stay in touch. Uh, but on the other hand, maybe it's like, Hey, this might, this sounds like a real great opportunity for me. Let me at least get on the phone and speak to this person to speak to this recruiter. Right. What if that happens? I mean, either way, it's a win-win folks, because even if you say, no, I'm not looking and you know, I'm not interested right now, but let's stay in touch. At least you accomplish that primary, uh, you know, target, which was staying on top of mind of the recruiter, because now it's going to be much easier for the recruiter to, re to remember you in the future. Right. Because you, you've been keeping in, in constant communication. So this is one strategy you can use that is out of the, and by the way, I'm, I'm, this is, I'm telling you that this is out of the box because I don't get, I, I get basically like zero to between maybe one or two emails every day, every year where someone's actually reaching out to me and staying in touch like this and just letting me know how they're doing and what they're up to, what projects they're working on, uh, what, what new stuff that they're able to do, what new, new stuff they learned. Like this is so, so, such a huge opportunity, folks. It is such a huge opportunity, especially for those of you folks in tech where you might be learning new things, new technology, uh, new whatever, new environments, new technical environments you might be a part of. And, and again, it, it's nothing like time consuming, folks. I'm talking once a quarter, once every six months, maybe. Send out a message to all your recruiter contacts. Keep them updated on your progression in your career. They want to know. They want to know because they might be recruiting on opportunities that they can match you up with. Whether or not you're looking, okay, even if you're not looking, the point here is to stay in communication so that you stand out among, amongst all these hundreds of, of people they might have spoken to since the last time you spoke with them, right? So you got you to gotta think about this stuff strategically. And, and a quick idea on how you can stay organized on doing this is open up a spreadsheet. Just keep a spreadsheet. List out all of your recruiter contacts, okay? People people that, that you've got in touch with who are recruiters. Uh, keep a spreadsheet, you know, uh, keep, uh, keep, keep a link on their link, uh, you know, keep, uh, keep, uh, keep, keep track of their LinkedIn profiles, their email addresses, their phone number, maybe. And then once every quarter, once every six months, six months, set an alert on your phone, uh, you know, ding, 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 reach out to recruiter contacts, every, uh, this quarter. Uh, and then you go to your spreadsheet. Maybe you can even do a mail merge. I don't know. Like, uh, maybe, you know, that's fancy stuff, or maybe you just individually reach out on LinkedIn to all your recruiter contacts 
have a templated message, you know, uh, whatever, with whatever, you know, your, your update is at your end and just send it out. It doesn't have to be anything fancy folks, but these are ways where you can, you can keep your recruiter context updated on your progress, updated on your value, the things that you can do and you can accomplish and stay in touch at the same time. Right. And it becomes so easy, so much easier for the recruiter to keep you on top of mind. And there, uh, so that when something does come up that is related to your field or your expertise, I mean, you're going to be one of the one of the one of the top people that, that they're going to think about, right? So you got you got to think about this long term and think about this strategically. So before I get into my next tips, let's see uh, if we have any uh, uh, comments here. Uh, let's see here. We got. Uh, let's see here. Who do we have? Who do we have? Uh, good morning, Dean. Can't wait uh, for your podcast. Awesome. Thanks so much, Shalini. I really appreciate that. We got my friend Raphael in the house. Raphael, I caught you this week. Yeah, I'm so glad you did, Raphael. Good to have you here as always, friend. Uh, and, and I appreciate your comments. Uh, someone says, good morning, waiting for this video. Awesome. Thanks so much. Uh, Kishalia says a Google sheet for audience questions. Since it's going to be pre-recorded sessions, you can maybe discuss on audience directed queries on this podcast. Yeah, that's a great idea. Kishalia. Thanks so much for the suggestion. Uh, Shalini says, right, Dean, it's the same for business development and those messages don't catch attention and you need to be creative with your messages with recruiters and be coachable. Absolutely. hundred percent Shalini, right? I mean, I'm glad you brought up this example of, of uh, business development because, you know, and, and you folks have heard me talk about this in the past. Like, like I, I make this analogy between job searching uh, being very similar to, to working in sales, right? Um, you you got to be able to, 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 to follow up. You got to be able to really articulate yourself and, and make messages that really capture the attention of others. Like you got to be thinking about that, uh, thinking about that from that perspective, right? So, so great, great point there, Charlene. I totally agree with you on that. Uh, Rochek says, Shalini, very in insightful. How would you define being coachable? Is it being receptive to constructive criticism, willing to learn or something else? Uh, so Garen says, Garen says, good morning, everyone. Good, uh, good morning to you as well, Garen. Thanks so much for being here. Uh, let's see. Any other comments? Any other questions? Uh, no, it looks like uh, I think Shalini and Rochek are kind of exchanging ideas there. So I love, by the way, I love when I love seeing that when you folks engage with each other and you exchange ideas. I love seeing that. So, so continue doing that as well. Okay, so that being said, so that was tip number two. So tip number three is if you another excuse for you to keep in touch with your recruiter contacts is maybe you know someone in your in your network who's looking for work. Uh, this is another great excuse for you to reach out to your recruiter connections, right? Because if you know someone in your industry looking for work, this is such a great way for you to again get keep in contact with your recruiter contacts. So you might be like, hey, uh, hey, uh, you know, so and so. Maybe you're reaching out to me. Maybe you're like, hey, Dean, uh, uh, you know, just reaching out. Hope you're doing great. Um, currently working on blah, blah, blah projects. And, you know, you can do that whole thing, which I talked about in tip number two. And another thing you, and you can end off the email by saying, Hey, by the way, I'm not looking for work myself, but I have a friend who's looking for work and they're in such and such field. Uh, are you currently recruiting on something in that area? Or, Hey, is this someone that you might be able to help and support in the future? Right. Recruiters appreciate this folks. Not only do recruiters appreciate it, but again, it's just another excuse for you to keep in touch. These are all gimmicks, folks. These are all gimmicks and just excuses for you to stay in communication. And again, like I said before, does not have to be something frequent. This is not like a, an everyday thing or a weekly thing or, or even a monthly thing. Once a quarter, once every six months, just use these as excuses to get in touch with and keep in touch with your recruiter contacts in your network so that you stand out, so that they, re they remember you. They're constantly reminded of you, right? There are people, by the way, folks, who have done this. Who I, who I haven't like, you know, maybe spoken to in a couple of months or even, even more than a year. 
but because they they use these excuses to keep in touch with me whenever i'm whenever i'm looking looking for like a business analyst or a project manager or a software developer or a systems administrator like there are some top people who come to mind first and foremost simply because they 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 use any excuse to keep in touch with me like they they're constantly uh you know reaching out to me if nothing else just to ask hey how's it going you know what's up uh that kind of thing right uh so so these are all little gimmicks that you can use uh, that 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 you can use to stay on top of the mind top of mind of the recruiters in your network right so hopefully you folks get the idea of what i'm saying right that these are all excuses for you to keep in touch so that is that is uh, tip number 3 now tip number 4 is and this is something i talk about all of you folks should be doing a lot of you folks are not doing and that is you should be posting on social media you need to be especially for those of you folks on linkedin i mean <laughs> I mean this is uh, it's so frustrating that I'm I'm kind of laughing about it because you folks in tech have have so much knowledge you you have so much knowledge you work on so much exciting things now I'm not saying talk about like private uh you know confidential information I'm not saying that but folks talk about some of the exciting things you're doing like these are perfect examples for for, for things you can post on social media right and these are again another excuse for you to keep in touch because guess what when you post stuff on social media I'm going to see that. I'm going to see what you post, right? When I'm scrolling through my feed on LinkedIn, I'm going to see your stuff. And and let's say you talk let's say you're a software developer, okay? You're talking about some some coding uh project. Maybe you're not talking about the actual project itself because you, it, it might be confidential stuff, but maybe you're talking about the actual technology you're using, right? You're like, "Oh my god, I just 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 uh just learned how to use uh, I don't know, Python and I'm using the, this project that I'm working on. It's so amazing, so excited and, and this is this is what happened. I was experiencing this challenge. And this was the solution that I that I that I presented, and you know, guess what? You know what? As a recruiter, maybe I don't understand the technical aspects of it, but guess what caught my attention? The fact that you've been using Python. And guess what, folks? What if I'm recruiting on a Python role right now, and I saw your post on social media, and I'm like, oh, oh, damn! Like I got. Let me let me connect with this person and see if they're currently looking for new jobs because I'm recruiting on a Python role right now. What if that happens, folks? What if that happens and it didn't didn't cost you and uh, you didn't have to send out an email? you didn't have to pick up the phone and have a conversation nothing you simply posted about what you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis or maybe you're unemployed maybe you're unemployed hey maybe you're you're unemployed but you're building out your own portfolio of work why not talk about that stuff on social media post about it on linkedin talk about it on talk about it on linkedin twitter as well look twitter is such a great platform i'm i'm definitely not an expert on twitter i've been using twitter a lot frequently and i'm i'm just having some great connections making some great new friends on twitter so maybe post about it on twitter as well Right? See the the problem with you folks is you folks only care about the likes and the comments and that stuff. Do not care about that stuff, folks. Don't care about that stuff. Okay? And I know some of you might be like, "Oh, well, Dean, you get so many likes and comments and views and stuff like that and you got so many followers." Yeah, but you know what, folks? I started posting on LinkedIn back in when was it? 2016. Back then, Dean was not as well known as 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 I might be right now. Like I I I'd post something, I'd celebrate if I if I got at least, you know, one like. If I got 5 likes, oh my god, I probably damn near pass out and I, and I'd celebrate or something like that. <clears throat> right? But that was back when I first started posting. And that was the wrong attitude by the way. I should not have cared about likes and comments and all that stuff. Trust me, folks, even though people might not hit like and comment on your post, people are looking at your stuff. They're looking at your stuff, they're reading your stuff, they're they're they're, they're getting value out of it. And that's what that's what that, that's what matters the most. So stop caring about likes and comments and shares and all that stuff. that'll come way later okay that that that's going to come way 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 down the line and even then you shouldn't care about it you, even to this day i don't care much about likes and comments or 
And, and while I do appreciate all of you folks that follow me, I don't care about number of followers. What I do care about is, are people getting, is, are people getting value on my content? Uh, am I getting more attention to myself? Am I getting an increase in profile views? In fact, the most important thing actually is uh, your profile views, right? So um, I'm not sure if this is this is available to you folks who have the who are on the free LinkedIn, uh, because I'm on I'm on the premium LinkedIn plan, so I do pay for it. But but I get to see see this statistic on how many people are viewing my profile, and for me that statistic is going up. That is the most important statistic for me. I don't care about number of followers. I don't care about number of likes. I don't care about number of comments or shares. Although I do appreciate all of that. I don't care much for that. But what I do care about is, am I getting an increase in my profile views? Is that is that statistic going up? That is the most important statistic for me. If it's going down, what does that tell me? That means my content, I'm not creating, I'm maybe not creating engaging content. I'm not creating content that's being helpful and valuable for other people. And I'm not attracting enough attention to myself. So if that statistic is going down, that is a, that is a statistic I got, I got to pay attention to. So you folks out there, creating and posting content on social media, specifically LinkedIn, such a great way for you to establish yourself as, as a brand expert, maybe a thought leader in your space. And you know what? When recruiters see that stuff, th they might reach out to be, reach out to you about job opportunities. And this is another great way for you to keep in touch, right? So what have you been doing so far? So far, you've been thinking long-term. You're thinking long-term. You're like, okay, Dean, Dean said, think long-term. Staying in touch with recruiters is a long-term thing. I'm, I'm thinking about this like a long-term strategy, okay? Uh, second thing, uh, the other thing you're doing is you're being consistent in your presence. You're, 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 you're connecting with recruiters even when you're not on the market for work. Uh, you meet a recruiter at a social gathering, at your friend's birthday party, your uncle's uh, you know, 50th birthday, uh, you're at a networking event, you're at a tech event, whatever it is, you meet with a recruiter, you're not brushing them off. You're, you're, still, you're still thinking long-term, right? Okay, yeah, okay, I'm not looking for work right now, but what does it hurt me to, to connect with the re this recruiter and keep in touch? So you're doing that. What else are you doing? You got a spreadsheet. You got your spreadsheet now. You're, you're taking note of all the recruiters in your network. And what are you doing now? Every six months or every quarter, you're just sending them updates. Even if, even when you're not looking for work, you're sending them updates. You're like, hey, what's up? Uh, it's been a while. Just wanted to keep you updated on things in my end, uh, working on some amazing pro projects in the retail space. Can't share details because I don't want to end up in prison or jail. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, but I'm working with such and such technology and blah, blah, blah. Uh, just doing some amazing things. Let me know how things are at your end. Uh, let me know what you're recruiting on. Maybe I have some friends I can refer your way. Boom. That's another excuse to get in touch every quarter, every six months. Uh, what else are you doing? You're posting on social media. You post uh, maybe some, you completed a certification. Okay. You post about that on social media. You're like, Hey, what's up everyone. Just wanted to keep everyone updated. Uh, you know, I just completed a new certification when in blah, blah, blah certification. Uh, here are some of the key things I learned. Here's, here are some of my key takeaways. Highly recommend you take that certification as well. Boom. You post that. That gets the attention of maybe your friends in the space. And maybe they ask you questions about that. So you, that's a networking opportunity right there. Maybe you get the attention of hiring managers and they reach out to you. They're like, hey, we're actually looking for someone who has that certification, blah, blah, blah. I just want to learn more about, about what you did and what you learned. Or maybe you get the attention of a recruiter. Recruiter sees that. They're like, oh, oh, crap. I need, I'm recruiting on a role right now where I need someone who has completed that certification. And this person sounds like they know their stuff. Let me get Let me message them. Let me get on a call with them. Right? So you're doing all that stuff, folks. Like these are multiple avenues. Like you're, you're doing this very strategically, right? You're doing this strategically. You're thinking about this strategically so that you're getting the attention, not only the recruiters, but, but, you know, other people in your network as well. You're providing value. You're, you're establishing yourself as maybe a thought leader, right? So that's another, that's another thing. Uh, another, another great thing you want to do is, and maybe, maybe not all of you want to do this is 
folks get into public speaking okay get invited to events in your space in your industry get invited to podcasts by the way here's okay here here's an open invitation to all of you out there now i told you told you about this new podcast series i'm starting called the 360 where i'm inviting guests from business technology uh recruitment uh uh hr human resources entrepreneurs business people right why not be a guest on my future, one of my future shows, right? We'll talk about whatever you want to talk, whatever your field is, whatever your industry is. Like, I love to, I love to have you as a guest on my show, right? At least that gets you more exposure. That gets you exposure. And, and guess what? It gets, it allows me to add value to my network when I post these podcasts, right? I'm just saying, folks, like, that's a great way to establish yourself as an expert. By the way, don't tell me that whole excuse. Oh, Dean, I'm shy. I'm an introvert. And, you know, I, I feel, I feel nervous, uh, you know, speaking in front of a group. Okay, fine. That's great. But that's not an excuse. You can still work on yourself. And I, and, I, and I have the right to say that because I'm someone who used to be extremely shy and introverted. Okay. If we rewind back to when I was a teenager, I'd probably have a heart attack if you told me to, to speak in front of a group of people. Like I was that kid who never raised a hand in class because I was so, I would get so nervous that my, my throat muscles would, would, would tighten up. I could literally not speak. I'm not, ex folks, this is not an exaggeration. I used to get so nervous speaking and speaking up in front of people back when I was a teenager that I, my throat muscles would tighten and I could, like, it would be like a squeak, right? But here I am, here I am speaking in front of people. I'm speaking in front of, I don't know how many of you are tuning in right now. I've spoken in front of, uh, I think the largest uh, uh, event that I presented at, which is, which was a virtual event. I think it was like 180 something people. And I've spoken at over 40 events uh, over the past, I think since 2018, 2019 or something like that. I'm just trying to inspire you folks, right? Because if you're, if you can put yourself in a position where you're a public speaker, that's going to get you more attention too, right? Recruiters are going to see you. People in the, in your industry are going to see you. Hiring managers in your industry are going to see you. Like you're going to be, you're going to be seen. You're going to be known. People are going to, people, people are going to reach out to you for advice and help and, and assistant and your, your perspective. And folks, it's ridiculous. The amount of inbound opportunities you're going to attract. Okay. That's no exaggeration. Uh, you'll get so many, so many, uh, you know, recruiters hiring managers, organizations reaching out to you, asking you if you're on the market for new opportunities, um, just looking to network with you. I mean, it's, it's just ridiculous, right? So that's another idea I want to share with you folks. Again, folks, remember, this is all thinking outside of the box, okay? Outside of this box that we're that we, a lot of us are putting, putting ourselves into. So that's the other one. And uh, tip number five. Now, tip number five, I would say this one would be so, so amazing if, 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 if at least one of you folks did this. Um, and this goes back to being a value add to your, to your recruiter connections, folks, start a mailing list. No one is doing this out there. I don't know why, why people don't do this, but you can literally start a mailing list where, you know, kind of similar to, to you reaching out every six months, every quarter and sharing your progress, you know, or what you're doing in your career and all that stuff, but start a mailing list, right. For your industry and just share industry insights, right. Insights, trends, things that you're noticing, maybe stuff like that. And it doesn't have to be something lengthy. Maybe you do this again, once every quarter, once every six months. And you know, I can't tell you how much recruiters would appreciate this because guess what folks, as a recruiter, I, I want to keep on top of trends, uh, popular technologies, maybe technologies that are not popular right now, but you're noticing they're increasing in popularity, uh, things you're noticing in the industry, things that, uh, you know, sh certain shifts that you're, you're feeling because look, you're in the field, you're in the industry, you're working in this field that we recruit on. Like we don't get that frontline view that you folks have. I mean, imagine if you started, if, by the way, if you start such a mailing list, add me folks. Okay. I definitely want to be part of that mailing list. Add me. I, I want to be, be, it makes things so much more easier because right now what I'm doing is every like month or so, or, or every week, 
Like I'm signing up for these newsletters that like um, from these various like IT, uh, you know, newsletters. And, and I get these these emails every week, but it's hard for me to keep up with these emails. Uh, but also it's hard for me to kind of kind of uh, figure out, OK, what information should I pay attention to? Are these credible sources? And also do these newsletters, do they have an agenda? Are they simply promoting certain things, certain technologies and trends and stuff like that simply because they have sponsors in this area? Right. So that is the biggest challenge I face. So, you know, start a mailing list. I think there's this free mailing list, uh, um, you know, platforms out there. I think, uh, what is it, SurveyMonkey or I don't, I don't know. Just do some research, folks. I'm not, I'm not asking you folks to spend money on these things. I'm just saying, if you can find a free thing or, or just simply, again, spreadsheet, keep track of email addresses of recruiters that, uh, that, that are in your network. And again, every quarter, every six months, send them like an industry update. Call it, in, call it uh, you know your industry update or something like that. And just, and just keep them updated on things. And again, and again, these are just excuses to keep in touch and also help them see that, Hey, this person must be, must really know that stuff. They, 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 they appear to be like an industry expert in their space. Again, folks, these are all gimmicks. These are all gimmicks, excuses for you to keep in touch. I'm giving you folks some ideas here, some outside of the box ideas, easy, simple ways, not time consuming that you can use to stay in touch, stay on top of the mind of the, stay on top of mind of the recruiter. Right? So anyway, these are just some ex uh, uh, examples I wanted to share with you on some out-of-the-box ideas on how you can stay in communication, stay in contact with the recruiters in your network so that they think of you first and foremost when they think about recruiting on something in your field, your space, your industry. That That is the end target, really, right? Because the best position to be in is not that, uh, you know, oh, you know, I, I'm looking for work right now. I, I, I know such and such recruiters. Yeah, okay, that's good. That's good that you know recruiters. But the best position to be in, folks, is having pre-established relationships over a number of months, maybe even a number of years where you reach a point where you don't even, you don't, you don't even have to reach out to your recruiter contacts because you've been putting that work in prior months, prior years and staying in contact that they don't need to, they don't even need to remember you. They, they already think of you when they think about business analysis, they think about you when they think about project management, they think about you when they think about, uh, I don't know, Java, they think about you when they think about JavaScript, Angular, Node, Python, whatever it is, you're the first person they think about. But you got to put in that work in advance, okay, in advance, so that later on in your relationship, you don't have to be in touch as often, right? Uh, you don't have to be in touch as often as, as you might have uh, initially. So I, I just want to share with you folks some tips here on how you can do that. Hope you make use of that. I hope you make use of these tips. Let me know in the comments which of these tips you might want to implement. Or let me know if there's any other additional tips you feel that might help you in, in staying in contact, staying in communication, and, uh, and building a strong brand around yourself so that you're attracting recruiters, not only recruiters, recruiters, hiring managers, they're attracted to you like, like a moth to a flame, right? You're the flame and they're just, just swamping your way. That's what I hope for you. That's what I wish that, that you folks experience. All right. So with that being said, let's get into uh, the questions. So start putting your questions in the comments. Uh, and by the way, don't forget to like comment and share folks, share your feedback in the comments. I definitely want to hear your thoughts on today's topic and start putting your questions uh, e either in relation to today's topic or for that matter, anything job search related, anything job search related, resume related, interview related, you need hip tips or advice. Uh, feel free to put your questions in the comments. I'm going to get to your questions shortly. Uh, let's see here. We got, uh, let's see here. I'm, I'm going through the questions here. Uh, let's see. Let's see here. <clears throat> So Shalini made a great comment here. So Shalini said, uh, yes, Rochak, absolutely. We need to be open to not just learning, but unlearning as well and not assume you know and be humble so you grow professionally and personally. Uh, Shalini, this is so well put because this is something I truly believe in as well. 
like um, outside of maybe recruitment where I do kind of have an, maybe I have a little bit of a know-it-all attitude, but outside of recruitment, I try to, uh, I try to take the position that I don't know everything. And I, you know, I guess I shouldn't say that about recruitment because I'm always looking for new ideas in, in the recruitment side and how I can better perform as a recruiter as well. But I try to bring an open mind myself as well. So I definitely agree with that, Shalini. Great, great, uh, great, great uh, uh, point there. Uh, Shalini says, love your insights, Dean. Thanks. Hey, no worries, Shalini. Appreciate the, for, uh, the, the feedback. Uh, Raphael says, looking forward to the podcast and adding recruiters to your calendar is priceless. Absolutely. Raphael, you know what, Raphael? I think that this would be such a killer thing to add to your arsenal um, because no one's doing it. Like literally, folks, no one is doing this. And, you know, look, I'll tell you one of my biggest frustrations as a recruiter is I'm recruiting on a roll. OK, OK, let, let's rewind a bit. Let's say I spoke to you like a couple of months back. OK, we had a conversation. We spoke. Uh, I was totally impressed by you. Maybe I presented you for some interviews. But but then, you know, time went by. Maybe you got a job. You're no longer in the market, blah, 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 whatever. Fast forward a couple of months. I'm recruiting on a roll. Maybe maybe. OK, not a, not months. Maybe fast forward a couple of years. I'm recruiting on a roll. I'm like. I know the perfect person. I spoke to this person a couple of years back, but I can't remember their name. That is the, folks, listen to what I'm saying. This is the biggest frustration for any recruiter out there. The biggest frustration. We know the perfect person, ideal person. We're thinking about you. We remember your face. We remember your voice, but we can't remember your name. We can't remember you. And you folks are not staying in touch. How do we, how do you expect us to remember every single person we spoke with? Hundreds and hundreds of people over, over a few years, folks. Like, come on. So if you add 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 a touch point every every couple of months, every quarter, every six months, like it's you know how you know how much opportunities you you know might you might be able to, to to generate your way. You folks understand what I'm saying? Like this is the biggest frustration for any recruiter. By the way, any recruiter any recruiter watching this or listening to this, let me know if I'm wrong. Let me know if I'm just BSing right now. But this is one of the biggest frustrations for every recruiter, is that we we we're working on a role, we're recruiting on a role. We've, we've spoken to the perfect person. We, we had a discussion. We had a conversation. But we just can't remember their name. We can't remember their name, so we can't search them up. We can't look them up on the ATS. We can't look them up on even through on, on emails or, or LinkedIn because we can't remember the name of the person, right? So, look, folks, what I'm saying here is, look, keep in touch, right? Uh, definitely, Raphael, I want you to do this, my friend. Definitely put a note on your calendar. Even when you're not, even, folks, even when you're not actively looking for work, even when you're not actively job searching, Put, just put a reminder. It's very, very simple. Every quarter, every six months, just send out a touch base, a touch base, touching base email, touching base phone call, you know, something like that. All right. So hope that helps, Raphael. Definitely make sure and let me know your your results of as a result of doing this, how, how it's working out for you. Uh, we got my friend Ali says, I should really start posting stuff. Good point. Absolutely, Ali. Ali, look, uh, uh, Ali and everyone else out there, folks, uh, I have like so many connections on LinkedIn. And I'll tell you what, folks, there is such a deficit deficit sorry i always pronounce that wrong there is there is such a deficit of of great tech related content that i'm seeing on linkedin i mean and 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 the good news is it's a huge opportunity for you folks out there right because i i wish people in my network i wish the tech people in my network would post more stuff about what they do the exciting amazing things they do because look folks i know you i know you work on some amazing stuff okay now i'm not saying here don't post private confidential stuff i'm not saying that but at least talk about what you're learning. Well, maybe some challenges you overcame. I don't, I don't know. The technology you're working on. Share your ideas on trends and, and stuff you're noticing in your industry, right? I mean, I mean, who better to talk about uh, the things that you're noticing on the front lines than someone on the front lines such as yourself, right? It's such a huge opportunity. I wish more people in tech would post more tech-related stuff 
because it makes life easier for me as a recruiter, right? It makes life easier for me as a recruiter. And, and also what, what makes it easier for you is, hey, guess what? When something comes up related to Ali's Ali's uh, field that I might be recruiting on, guess who I'm going to think about? I'm going to think about Ali first and foremost. Why? Because I see Ali posting stuff on LinkedIn like all the time. So he's going to be one of the first people I think about. Look, folks, let, let's flip that around, okay? For those of you who have been following me or following me for a while on LinkedIn, okay, just think about this on the flip side. For those of you who are who have been following me on LinkedIn for a while, when you think about recruiters, who's one of the first recruiters you think of? For, mo for, for most of you who have been following me for a while, I'm probably one of the first recruiters that you think about. Why is that? Well, because I'm constantly posting stuff on LinkedIn. I'm posting stuff on LinkedIn. I'm sharing tips. I'm doing articles. I'm doing, uh, you know, surveys and polls and all that stuff. Now, I'm not saying you folks have to do it to the, to the same degree of insanity that I do because I'm completely obsessed with recruitment. I'm not saying you got to do that. But hey, once a week, I mean, hey, once a week, is that is that reasonable, folks? Post something once a week, right? Let me know in the comments. Is that is that unreasonable? Post once a week. I mean, not a big deal, right? But yeah, Ali, I definitely look forward to seeing you post some stuff as well, my friend. Hope hope you're hope I see you there, and uh, uh, really looking forward to that. All right. So thanks so much for your comment. Uh, Rochek says these are really valuable insights. I gl I'm glad I took the time to engage. Hey, I'm glad you uh, took the time to tune in, uh, Rochak. Really appreciate that. I'm glad that uh, you enjoyed today's tips. Uh, we got Anuradhas who says great tips will definitely change our approach to improve connections. Yeah, absolutely, uh, Anuradha, right? Uh, so uh, really appreciate your feedback there. Uh, Shalini said, I did a podcast a few months ago and wow, loved it on relevant topics about some similar topics. The art of networking was mentioned a lot. Great tips, Dean. Awesome. Folks, this is what all of you should be doing. All of you should be, uh, you know, making yourself more visible in your industry, right? I mean, go for it. If, if you feel if you feel scared, you feel a little fear, so what? Move past the fear. Move move past the discomfort. Move past the fear, folks. You can do it. I, I guarantee you can do it. If I could do it, if a guy like me could do it, when I, again, like I said, when I was a teenager, if you told me that I had to speak in front of a group, I would have had a heart attack. I would have skipped uh, the entire semester of school if you told me I had to do that. Okay, so if I can do it, anyone else out there can do it because I, I had a serious condition about speaking in front of people. Uh, so th that's what you, you folks need to be doing. All right. Get yourself out there. Be a, be a, be seen as, as someone associated with your industry. It's such a great position to be in. So I applaud you, Shalini, for doing that. And, um, uh, appreciate you sharing that. Uh, then we got, uh, Sweta says, Sweta popping in. Hey, Sweta, good to have you here. So Sweta says, uh, find recruiters from your niche, not just anyone find out who company hires through. They partner with agencies too. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Uh, uh, Sweta. Uh, folks, you want to focus your attention, of course, on, on recruiters who specialize in your field. That is that is one of the most um, important use or most effective uses of your time because you don't want to reach out to every single recruiter out there, right? You gotta you gotta focus your attention on the right recruiters as well. So make sure you're connecting with recruiters who specialize in your field in your industry, right? So so just make sure you do that. Uh, we got uh, Shalini says uh, also as a mentor with Yes Youth Employment Services, I really leverage your tips as well. So thanks again, helping me grow as well in my role. Hey, awesome. Uh, really appreciate Really glad to hear that, Shalini, and, and glad I was able to offer that value. And uh, I applaud you for giving back, right? Giving back and, and sharing your knowledge and wisdom with uh, Youth Employment Services as well, right? So so uh, heads, uh, hats off to you for that. Hats off. And I appreciate you sharing that, uh, uh, Shalini. And we got... Uh, uh, looks like that's all the comments. So look, folks, I hope everyone enjoyed today's segment. Uh, mark your calendars every week on Wednesdays, 11 a.m. Eastern time zone. I'm right here to share uh, tips, advice, and strategies for you folks in your job search. Uh, make sure you hit like and make sure you share this segment to anyone else who might find value out of today's segment. 
And uh, again, every Wednesday, 11 a.m. Eastern time zone, I'm right here. Also look out for my new podcast, which I'm going to be, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start interviewing new guests. So I'll probably release in one episode, maybe at one, one, one every couple of weeks initially until I start, you know, getting momentum and I start getting more and more guests on the show. Again, it's called the 360. Uh, it'll be primarily posted on my YouTube channel. So if you want to follow me on YouTube, make sure you do that. My YouTube link is on my Linktree page. So it's linktr.ee forward slash DK Tech Recruiter. linktr.ee forward slash DK Tech Recruiter. And uh, remember, folks, stay positive. Don't give up. Keep pushing through in your job search. And uh, look, don't just make it a good week. Make it a great week because you deserve a great week. All right. I'll see you folks uh, around next time and uh, talk to you later. See ya.